Hey everyone, Chad Franzen. Welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. I'm really glad you're here. And today we're going to talk about financial literacy. And especially in today's world, with culture being what it is, we need to have a, a framework for what we understand about money and business and what the teachings of Christ say about that. So Many of you have already started following us here on the Kingdom Finance Show, and really our goal is to educate and empower you to become a kingdom-minded investor. And I like to say it this way, we want to help folks bring clarity out of chaos. Now, I think everyone would agree the world is very much in a state of chaos, and it's especially true when we look at the education system, the political system, and the financial system. So really, here on this episode, I'm going to give you a backdrop for financial literacy, kind of how we got here, and what I believe is um, a real path towards us to create financial education that empowers you using biblical principles. So let's jump in. Today, I'm going to show a few slides um, as we go through the show. But one of the things, if you want to find out more about what we do through Wealth Builders Investments, I'll mention this again at the end, but you can check us out at wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. And we've got some uh, free downloads, some free resources for you there. So check those out. Again, wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. So let's talk a little bit today about personal finance. And how many of you listening or watching this, would you say that your recollection of going to school or being raised in your family that you feel like you had a good, sound uh, upbringing in just, just personal finance, uh, what I would call the economics of, you know, not only how do you balance your, your checkbook, but how do you make sense of making money? Um, how does money work? How does debt work? Um, how does it work if you want to start a business? Uh, how does it work if you want to invest money? Well, you know, how do we truly gain knowledge understanding and wisdom in this area of finance. Now, I'm going to specifically be talking about the United States and the economy here, but I think this translates um, globally as well. You know, there's been this phrase out there called emotional intelligence, but I want to present to you today that there's also, also this concept of financial intelligence. And I think we're especially lacking in that area from the standpoint of everyday consumers, you know, stay-at-home moms to retirees to hardworking blue-collar families of how do we make money work for us? How do we understand um, the tax system? How do we understand debt the right way to we're not enslaved to it? Quite frankly, most of us do not know the right questions to ask. And most of us don't even know what we don't know. And when it comes to the area of personal finance, I'm sure some of you may have a family member or a friend or a mentor who maybe you've learned some things through the years from, or maybe you're one of those individuals where you've been blessed and fortunate enough to have been given some opportunities along the way to really become a good steward of finances in your family and in your business. But for the vast majority of Americans and citizens across the world, that's not the case. So I really want to talk about this today. I think it's important in light of the time and the season that we're living in of we need to seek financial literacy with a biblical framework. You know, there's this quote um, 
from a famous author that says, most people live lives of quiet desperation. And I think that's especially true spiritually, but also when we think about finances. You know, we are busy, you know, right? In the American culture, it's go, go, go. It's, um, you know, get your kids to school, go to work, get off at five, get your kids. You know, all these things is just this constant barrage. And we're not even talking about what's out there in the media and communications that's trying to get your attention. So when we think about finances, one of the reasons why I think we lack financial literacy is just the busyness of society. It's just this go, go, and go faster. You know, there was this old saying when I was growing up called keeping up with the Joneses. And in essence, what that meant was, well, you're always comparing yourself, like what kind of house you live in, what kind of clothes you wear, where your kids go to school. And the spirit of comparison is, quite frankly, deadly when it comes to having a kingdom perspective on finance and how you give and how you help not just your family, but your community. Another thing that's a common myth is just because someone has money, it does not mean they have financial wisdom. A lot of people will look at people around them and they may have some measure of affluence, um, but you don't necessarily know their story of how they came to that. And so one, one of the, the myths is that, well, I should just go learn from somebody because they, they're successful or they have money. A lot of people inherit money or they stumble into it, and they don't actually have the framework uh, to be able to manage it well. And this is, this is why a lot of professional athletes, this is why a lot of lottery winners, they can't hold the wealth, right? They, they don't have a baseline for personal economics. They don't understand that they can't just you know buy a house for every family member. Um, they're going to oftentimes end up bankrupt if you look at studies on lottery winners and, and professional athletes as well. Now, why is that so? When we look at the U.S. economy, kind of the backdrop of the economy, I want to take you back a little bit in time. So in the United States and around the world, we had a major event back in the late 1930s and early 1940s known as World War II, right? I think everyone knows this. My my son's been studying this in sixth grade history class, and he just loves it. And um, I mean, history does have a way of just coming alive. But one of the things today in 2023 that we have to look back a little bit to see, well, how did we get to this place of just illiteracy or really low financial intelligence? So coming out of World War II, we have to remember that there we had the Great Depression. We had a lot of kind of global things going on back then. And uh, many of you are familiar with uh, what's called the Social Security System. So many of you watching or maybe your parents, they are retired and they live on Social Security. And it's a, it's a benefit plan through the government. Well, Interesting fact is that the, the United States and uh, FDR, the president at the time, they borrowed that system from Germany, and it was actually a socialism initiative that started in Europe. Work for uh, a company, work for the government for a certain number of years, um, give all your time and energy to them, and then they will, quote, take care of you with a pension or a social security benefit. So a lot of 
people, a lot of men who came back from World War II, you know, this was what was called the greatest generation. So the greatest generation came back from World War II, you know, right? And we had all the baby boomers uh, being born in this era. Again, we're talking at this point, the 1940s and into the early 1950s. And so what we had was a lot of people coming back from the war, they went and uh, they bought houses, they started their families, and they would go to work for one company. And maybe it was a manufacturing company or, or maybe it was a, a sawmill or any number of businesses that were around good blue-collar jobs. But that generation would work for one company for 30, 40 years. Now, life expectancies are, are longer now than they were in the 1940s and 50s. But let's think about that. Nowadays, how many of you could say, hey, I, I know someone who um, they worked for a company for you know, 30, 35 years, and then they retired and the company gave them some type of a pension plan. That is true then, but it's really become a dinosaur in today's day and age. So the the era of working for a company that's going to take care of you and going to give you a lifetime pension benefit and you don't have to have your own financial literacy. Again, we're talking about financial intelligence here today. Um, that's really a bygone era. And so in today's age, you know, you've got the gig economy, you've got people that are, you know, influencers on social media, they're making income. But the point being is that we have to learn to be entrepreneurial in how we think about money and we think about resources. And and it's just vastly different from the 40s and the 50s and even the 60s. So my point in in sharing this today is that a lot of people Uh, Again, I'm talking about kind of middle America, right? I'm not talking about the ultra wealthy and I'm not talking about the ultra poor, kind of the 80% uh, of the U.S. economy and U.S. consumers that we became reliant on, hey, the company is going to take care of us, right? And so that's one of the things that has really led to a lower level of financial intelligence on that. Uh, there's been a, a fascinating stat to watch is what's called the level of consumer debt. So, you know, we're filming this here in uh, 2023. We're a couple years removed from COVID and the pandemic, as it were, which was certainly very politicized, although obviously a deadly virus. But but certainly we've learned a lot coming out of that of what was true and not true. Now, think about this. Since COVID, uh, a lot of people stopped spending money, right? They they weren't going out to eat. They were, you know, doing other things. They weren't traveling. You know, cruise ships practically went out of business. But interesting stat came out just a few weeks ago that consumer debt, so what you and I carry as, as debt, uh, revolving lines of credit and otherwise, it has gone up about $1.3 trillion just in the last year. So, Billions is a lot of number. Now, this is trillions. So the the U.S. government is very prolific at creating debt and printing money. To give you some perspective, the U.S. debt right now is about $30 trillion. But just consumers, you and I, uh, a lot of people who don't have financial literacy uh, are just taking on more debt. Now, you might say, well, Chad, why is that the case? I want to present to you that this economic environment we're living in right now, we talk about terms like inflation, and we talk about uh, this concept of rising interest rates. And 
what that is causing, which the media is not reporting because it's very, very biased, very liberal, is that for middle America, with inflation going so high, the cost to live, right? If you're, if you're a family of four in middle America, in suburbia, that cost is going up you know, significantly. And so a lot of people are just, you know, they're just taking out debt. They're taking out, I'm not talking about a home mortgage so much as I'm talking about all other forms of debt. So that really shows us there's a true lack of financial intelligence on, well, how do we use debt wisely? What's the difference in good debt versus bad debt? And certainly the U.S. government is not a good example for us because anytime there's a problem, they just print money uh, to create what they need. Now, that's a problem for the next generation, which I'm concerned about, because the more debt the U.S. government prints to solve its problems, at some point there comes a reckoning for that, which will most likely be passed on to either um, our children's generation or the generation after them. So consumer debt continues to be a problem in the United States and around the world. And, and we just, what I want you to be aware of today is that when you go to school, the education system, Wall Street, corporate America, they are not looking out for you when it comes to financial literacy, creating your own financial plan for independence and financial freedom. And that's a problem. And so I, I think there's a real need, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a little more on this uh, as we wrap up this show today on what I think part of the solution is and how, how you and I can be a part of the solution uh, for this need for financial literacy and, and really a kingdom perspective on how do we make sense of making money for making a difference. You know, one of the things, uh, I, I spent a number of years working in Wall Street for a, a major brokerage firm, and predominantly what they teach you is sales, um, how to get the company rich, how to um, meet quotas, how to sell products. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with that, but what I want to present today is that when you just work for corporate America or when you just invest your money with Wall Street, you're really just saying, hey, do whatever you think's best. I don't need to be educated about it. And there's this adage in the world of investing called buy and hold. And as some of you may be familiar with that because they taught us that in Wall Street of, well, go work with, you know, Mr. Joe and, and, and Ms. Sue client and just encourage them that we know what's best for them and they just need to buy and hold and trust us. Now, the problem with that is we're not educating the consumer on, well, how do investments work and how should I be disciplined to save, pay off debt, and invest for the long term? And so I, I've, I've affectionately called that a buy and hope strategy. And, and just hoping for something is not a true strategy. You know, right, even in a spiritual sense, you need to contend in prayer for things. You need to walk out your faith um, through works. And so in the investing world, in traditional Wall Street, so many of you are investing your money with just traditional Wall Street firms. Um, there's nothing wrong with them inherently. However, this is a Babylon world that we live in, right? I mean, we do have the kingdom. It is here and it is in us. But we have to remember, you know, we're living in Babylon. So learning how to create true wealth from a kingdom perspective, you're not going to learn this from corporate America 
from Wall Street or from what I'm going to call academia. The school system we know is very broken. They're not teaching personal economics, you know, at a primary level or a secondary level. I mean, I've met people who have master's degrees, PhDs in finance, uh, but they don't have an understanding or what I'd call a measure of wisdom about how to create wealth personally, how to impact your community, how to have a generous heart with giving. So what I want to share today in light of that is we, we need a better framework to create financial intelligence. Now, I want to encourage you, there are a growing number of companies and men and women who are committed to starting companies, um, to working with their families on, hey, we really need to, need to apply biblical concepts to finance. And we, we can't trust Wall Street. We can't trust corporate America to just go work for a company and, and just you know, permissively sell our soul and our time to them and assume that they're going to take care of us. And that's really the genesis of the work we do at Wealth Builders Investments. I had been in financial services for some 20 years, and then I met my now business partner, Billy Epperhart, and there was really this sound in the atmosphere of, you know, people are ready for this. You know, there is this, this season of reformation and revival around the world, and we really believe at Wealth Builders Investments that there is a financial component, there's a business component to that, that people are asking for a better way. So I want to encourage you in that. There are a growing number of financial professionals, companies, and I, I want to encourage you to find one in your community. Um, obviously, if you want to connect with what we do through Wealth Builders Investments, we'll be happy to coach you one-on-one -on -one, um, for that. So I hope that's been helpful today. Again, you know, the framework being, you know, we don't need to be ashamed that we didn't grow up with financial education, you know, right? I mean, the school system's not designed for it. Corporate America is not looking for your well-being. They're looking for their well-being. And then certainly um, Wall Street is really designed for the rich to get richer. And so I believe what we're doing at Wealth Builders Investments as some other firms are doing across the country and the world is we want to create a new framework for let's focus on financial coaching and financial intelligence for, Hey, what's the right kind of debt? Uh, how should I save for college? What's the best method for saving for retirement? Hey, should I start my own company? What are the merits to starting my own company? What are the tax advantages to it? What are the right legal structures for doing that? And that's really the vision behind Wealth Builders Investments. So I hope this has been helpful today. Again, when we think about financial intelligence, we really need to um, ask the Holy Spirit to give us understanding and wisdom to this point. And I want to encourage each of you that um, I really encourage you to find people in your network that are professionals, that can be mentors that that are walking with God in how to manage a business, how to make an impact in their community, and what we call making sense of making money for making a difference. Now remember, whether you choose it or not, the decisions you make with your money, whether it's spending or investing, they always have an impact. So whether you consciously decide the impact it makes, it is having an impact. 
So I am encouraged that I believe you watching the Kingdom Finance Show, you, you feel this call of God to say, hey, I want to I want to make an impact with not just how I spend my money, but how I educate my family, uh, whether it's downstream or upstream within your family. And so thanks so much. This has been really good. Uh, we'll pick this up on the next episode and talk more about some applications um, for this with what we're doing at Wealth Builders Investments. So again, be encouraged that the Lord is on the move. I, I do believe uh, as you pray over your finances that uh, the more we can create resources for you for financial literacy, financial intelligence. I believe this is going to create a dynamic shift to where we do not have to depend on corporate America, Wall Street, and certainly not the educational system to give us uh, financial education. Quite frankly, they're not going to. And uh, that's just the backdrop of how the U.S. economy has been built since World War II. Hey, thanks so much for being here on the Kingdom Finance Show. Again, if you want to learn more about the services we offer, get some of our free resources, uh, visit us at wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Kingdom Finance Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps to get the word out. For more resources on becoming a Kingdom Investor, and to connect with us directly, visit our website at wealthbuilders.net. That's wealthbuilders.net. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show.